Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Hello and welcome to this Career Zone podcast on career support for neurodiverse students. My name is Melanie Arku. I'm the faculty lead looking after the Career Zone service in the business school. As many of you will know, neurodiverse is a term which covers a whole range of mental and social characteristics and behaviours, which are defined as not average or neurotypical. Examples of these are ADHD, autism, dyspraxia, dyslexia, dyscalculia, dysgraphia and Tourette's syndrome. They're diagnostic labels used to explain the diverse ways of thinking, learning, processing and behaving. Around 15% of the UK population are estimated to be neurodiverse. And as such, we know a growing number of our students are too. So how do we as the Career Zone make sure the service and support we're offering meets the needs of students with these conditions? Let's start with what the university support channels are in this area. The University of Exeter has a great accessibility team. They will identify neurodiverse students who receive Disabled Students Allowance, DSA, funding, and ensure that they are put in touch with our lovely employability and careers consultant, Kate Foster, who specialises in supporting students with diverse needs and WP backgrounds. Here are a few words from Kate herself. I'm Kate, an employability and careers consultant working in the career zone. Part of my role is to offer support to students that have a disability, specific learning needs or longer term health conditions. I can offer one-to-one support in terms of careers guidance, helping students think about their employability and their career decisions and plans for when they graduate after university. I work really closely, which is lovely, with our wellbeing teams and that includes delivering sessions on topics including disclosing a disability and finding a supportive employer. I think the whole area of disclosure is a real concern for students and it's a really a popular topic or question that I do get asked about quite a lot. If this is a real worry for you, please do look at the information available on the Career Zone website. It's our section entitled Supporting Equality and Diversity. So it includes lots of really useful information about disclosing a disability and also includes a recording of the session that I mentioned with the wellbeing teams. And we talk about how to disclose, when to disclose, and also, as I mentioned before, about looking for employers that are really supportive as well. So lots of really useful information on there. So please don't worry about those sorts of areas and look at the support and the information that is available, definitely. This is all great for students that have a clinical diagnosis of a neurodiverse condition. But what about students who don't yet have a diagnosis or might be struggling with behaviours and characteristics and are unaware that they would benefit from additional and more specialised support? Although not definitive, our graduate outcomes and career destination survey data from 2021-2022 tells the story. The data we received on positive career destinations and career planning stages for neurodivergent students is really positive and mostly better than neurotypical students. However, in the could-be-neurodivergent category, which is based on students indicating they might have a neurodiverse condition or characteristics, the outcomes are lower. 
These data sets are likely to be inaccurate as there could be neurodivergent categories based on other disabilities or disadvantages that might indicate neurodiversity, but which have not been stated by the student. However, what this does indicate is that if a student is known to be neurodivergent and has access to the appropriate support, their graduate outcomes are higher than their neurotypical peers. As a result, we decided to take action on improving the career zone provision on the whole so that students in the could-be neurodivergent category had better support whether they were neurodivergent or not. So what are we doing to address the needs of all our students, no matter their background or needs? As a service and as career professionals, the career zone is driven by the success for all ideology. We have worked towards and are continually working to improve the service and enhance the resources available to all students, creating a culture of inclusivity with the aim that all students can benefit from any of the resources, schemes and sessions that we offer, with some more tailored options for students with different backgrounds and needs. The importance of ensuring resources are accessible to all students is a topic that resonates strongly with the Career Zone's Katie Stoat. Hi, Katie. Can you introduce yourself for us and let us know what your role is in the Career Zone? Hello. Yes, of course. So I'm Katie Stoats. I recently started here at the University of Exeter as an employability and placements advisor on the Business Schools with Industrial Experience programme. Great. And can you tell us about your research project, which is engaging students in knowledge exchange and how does it link to neurodiverse students? Of course. So in my previous role, I worked on a Research England and Office for Students funded project called Engaging Students in Knowledge Exchange. So we were wanting to understand the benefits and barriers to students engaging in knowledge exchange. And just to say, knowledge exchange sounds really complicated, but it's essentially placements, internships, etc. And it really places emphasis on the fact that the student brings just as much kind of value to the employer or organisation as the organisation provides to them through the experience. And in particular, we were wanting to really understand the barriers to students who are disabled or neurodiverse engaging with these kind of opportunities. So we held a series of focus groups and interviews, depending on the student's individual preference, with a group of 20 disabled and or neurodivergent students to understand through their lived experiences what some of these barriers were and how we could help to kind of mitigate those barriers. It was really important that we encouraged the students to see themselves as the experts in this area because they very much were through their lived experiences. And this meant we gained some really brilliant insight into the experiences of students who have a disability or are neurodivergent to change how we were doing what we were doing and adapt our future provisions to be more inclusive and accessible. And the areas um, where students identified they would actually like additional support in was um, around understanding reasonable adjustments and how they work for them, disclosing to an employer and being able to identify disability confident employers and building confidence in being able to demonstrate in an application or interview how their disability or neurodivergence can actually support their application because of the skills they developed through their lived experiences. That's so interesting. Thank you for sharing that. So how do you think we can apply these ideas and lessons learned for neurodiverse students in our support services within the career zone at University of Exeter? So they're already, I've taken a look through, like, you know, that was one of the first things I did when I started. And, you know, there's already so many fantastic provisions in place within the career zone to really support disabled and or neurodivergent students, which is really great and exciting to see. I would always say when developing anything new, I always recommend trying to take a co-creation approach as much as possible to make sure that the students you're wanting to support have the opportunity to kind of really shape and inform that support. So we're creating it with the students 
students rather than just for them without having that input. And a big thing that we really want to alleviate is something that is referred to as the disability tax, which is the emotional and physical labour disabled people are expected to endure to receive the support or adjustments that they need. So we can really try to reduce this by trying our best to ensure that the correct support, resources and adjustments are readily available and easily accessible without students having to spend hours or days searching for the support that they need. But yeah, as I say, there's so many great provisions on the career zone and so many fantastic people for students to speak to. So it's really great to see. Thank you for that. And last of all, what advice would you give to neurodiverse students who are accessing e-learning resources such as My Career Zone Digital? Yeah, so as I say, I took a look through and there are a lot of kind of really useful resources, events and information available on the kind of Career Zone web pages and My Career Zone Digital, including resources on disclosing and identifying disability confident employers, which, as I mentioned previously, that was what the students who I worked with really identified as an area they were wanting support in, as well as employer insight days and webinars on topics to support disabled and neurodiverse students. So the employer insight days are really great if you're wanting to get a feel for the employer and what kind of things that they're looking for and to kind of break down some of that anxiety around the unknown. Obviously, it can feel really overwhelming navigating all of that information and different pages. So if you're feeling unsure, please reach out to the Career Zone for a virtual or face to face appointment. The team are really kind and full of advice and they'll be able to help you navigate the different resources and support available to you. Thank you so much, Katie. Thanks for your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Katie, for your insights. I wanted to focus on one of the particular improvements we've made to the service, which is a reasonable adjustments pledge. Here is Gemma York from the skills team to explain. Hi, I'm Gemma York. I'm an employability and placements advisor, and I work in the skills team in the career zone. The skills team delivers skills and advice workshops across all campuses and online on all things employability from how to write a CV, a cover letter, an application form, to employability skills such as problem solving, leadership skills and resilience. As a team, we are working to make our workshops more accessible. For example, we have now made slides and resources available in advance of the session. The link to the information will be in your welcome email, which is sent out once you've registered for the workshop on Handshake. During our workshops, we invite our students to learn how best suits them. For example, moving around and fidgeting without question. Our teaching and learning ethos encourages an inclusive working space. And we also have short activities with clear written and verbal instructions to include a starter activity to allow students to arrive and get settled before starting the session, as well as introducing break opportunities throughout. These are just some of the changes we have made as a team to our teaching. And if you have any suggestions, please do let me know on how we can make our workshops even better. Thanks, Gemma. Like the UK in general, the Career Zone has learned a lot about neurodiversity in the past few years and how we can be open and committed to providing a truly inclusive service. In addition to everything previously mentioned, we are helping our staff to upskill and gain a greater awareness through training and encouraging more openness within teams where staff members have a diagnosis themselves. There's still more we can do while we learn as a service what works best for our students. We welcome any feedback or suggestions. 
This is your career zone, so please help us to shape the service you need for the future and to ensure that Success for All is at the heart of the support we provide to our wonderfully diverse student community. Thanks for listening. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE Careers on Twitter or at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram. And we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.